Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something about the Talk Time Point podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. Welcome to something like Talk Time on Podcast. It's the midweek social, um, early, but it's midweek, so we're going to go with it. And joining me today, I have got Claire coming back. Hello, Claire. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. And coming back again, but this time I can see him, although we didn't recognise him. It's Joe. Hello, Joe. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm good. How are you folks? All right? Very good. Thank you. <clears throat> so, um, nice first of all, you, people can't see it but you guys saw my face because that hey it's the podcast guy is never getting old i don't care how many times i play it <laughs> it is literally never getting old and the fact that he messaged me back with the voice recording after i said it's going to annoy so many people please do it <laughs> it makes it even better so, um always one for a tap in oh, yeah <laughs> so uh, before we get onto the game um i haven't had a chance to talk to you guys about wembley uh, I'll start with Claire first, who really, really upset my nephew because he was getting a bit annoyed <laughs> with everyone talking well, the to way the podcast I came, guy. I came uh, bounding up to you on Wembley Way. Um, I was just like, <laughs> I just got um, overwhelmed. Um, it was, 
yeah, sorry about. I mean, I, actually, no, I'm I'm not going to apologise to Josh for that. That that was pure emotion, um, and I've got a lovely selfie. Um, uh, that was our first selfie. How wonderful. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, the day was insane, absolutely insane, um, uh, heart wrenching, um, absolutely gutting. I think with the outcome, as you know, we all still probably trying to come to terms with that a little bit, but. Um, what an incredible, uh, incredible day. Just um, so amazing to spend it with um, some really incredible friends. Um, and, and the Gandamonium crew. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. Um, and um, yeah, like if that's the kind of party that we have when we lose at Wembley, I really look forward to the party we have when we win at Wembley because uh, my hangover was significant. Um, and uh, the resulting COVID was also um, not very nice. But, um, yeah, incredible day. Just um, mm. one for the memories, big time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I was saying about the, the party, it's, um, it's kind of almost the first time we've really had to celebrate the promotion with the players as well. There's been like little evenings or, or, or after games and stuff, but there's never been run sort of designated, here we go, we're going to have a, a, a drink up. So I think there was a lot of that, there as well although I came in saw everyone I had to see and and disappeared very quickly because I know how these things go <laughs> so I wasn't hanging about um but if it's possible to have an even better experience at Wembley surely walking out on to see the pitch at Wembley to the sounds of your own song playing at <laughs> Wembley Stadium <laughs> oh my god Joe yeah, <laughs> how was a... that <laughs> Yeah, I suppose a bit vain, but but super crazy and, and brilliant. Yeah, I, I always told my mum I'd play at Wembley, so um, <laughs> it ticked that box on her birthday. Um, yeah, no, it was yeah, it was it was it was. I suppose it was brilliant, really. I, mean, I don't know how long I can dine out on it for because officially, yeah, I suppose the song has expired now. Um, no, I, I, there was something else to say about the song, which was funny, but no, you, you that's on your posters. You've played at Wembley. Oh, that that is, yeah, yeah, yeah that, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to and, retire the song, but I played at Wembley. Yeah. And did, did the boy roll his eyes? Or no, yeah, he regularly rolls his eyes. I mean, probably more at my sort of schoolboyish, schoolgirlish giggling and squealing as as it as it happened, really, um, rather than the actual moment itself. But yeah, no, it was a surreal moment. It, it, absolutely it surreal, and yeah. And thankfully, other though. people captured it better than I did. Uh, <laughs> so I do have a, a decent recording for, you know, spreading. Well, I do have a recording, but there's me giggling and squealing like a schoolgirl, a schoolboy as well. So <laughs> um, it wasn't even my song. So. Um, but, you know, the video I, I sent you, I wanted to use as, as my memories of the day. Um, yeah. And I sent yeah, that video. Great. I put that on TikTok. And for the first time ever on TikTok, I got a copyright violation. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> I was like, hang on a minute. I've got the freaking author, the writer, producer, and performer of the song saying crack on lad. Well, um, funny you should say that, Mike, because I'll see that and I'll raise it because I got one too. Oh, I <laughs> yep, put it up on my SoundCloud, but of course, because the, the club decided that it wasn't a stupid, unofficial bit of fun and decided to, to go with it and sort of chucked it all out through the avenues, I got a, uh, yeah. This is uh, this matches this, that, and the other, and yeah, it turns out that whoever's distributed it did create a, a page on my behalf and put it up there, and so I've got it taken down. It's gone back up since, but yeah, it was a little bit like 
Hang on, that's me. Say. Oh. Oh, I, I just lost you there, Joe. Sorry. The message you have to. Right, oh, it doesn't matter where I'm walking down. Sorry, two one seven or in the bed. <laughs> uh, right, we missed a little bit of that, but um, yeah, I, I love that idea. Yeah, we got you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, no, I've had a that, question coming. Not even allowed to talk about it now. Is that what it is? <laughs> that's the technology. Um, I have got Alan asking how many copies do, did it get to be sell? Do we know yet? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no idea at all. Um, I know that on my SoundCloud before I violated all the copyright laws, it had, had about 12 wins. Um, God knows. I mean, you know, I think, you know, in, in terms of PRS and all that kind of stuff, and, and if, if there's any money to be had, it obviously goes to the class charity. I think that comes out in about six months. They tend to issue some sort of check, but generally right. not for less than 20 quid or something like that because it costs more than that. Yeah. So, so let's hope it's done 21 pounds, <laughs> eh? Yeah, exactly. Twenty twenty pound or fifty nine would be. But yeah, brilliant day, brilliant, brilliant memories. Um, it, 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 yeah, I mean, the only thing was on there was Papa Jay, but we we will play it again, don't worry, in a couple of games, hopefully, um, because that leads me on to what a brilliant Easter. Um, uh, what a way to bounce back, eh? I mean, yeah. I did joke around saying I didn't think it would be a great game against Newport because I was like. Well, we've kind of reached maximum crowd at the moment, so we don't want to have too many extra hangers on. Um, <laughs> it was one for the purists, I think, yesterday. Was it yesterday? Whatever day it was, I don't, I've lost it. <laughs> yeah. um, <clears throat> so what were your thoughts on the sort of the, the announced team sheet? We'll go with uh, you, yourself first, Joe. Well, it wasn't ter terribly surprising, quite honestly, given what, you know, <laughs> the players we've seen put, putting in the effort and going down and, and, and having to manage their time and minutes. So, you know, I'm, I'm brutally honest. I, I'm always disappointed to see Omar on the bench rather than starting. But um, I think, you know, he, he needed a rest and, and the impact he had when he came on, you know, I think that, that shored the game up for us in, in, in a bizarre way, putting a striker on during the game up. It's, a, it's not a very certain thing to do, <laughs> but it, it worked. Um, and, and yeah, and obviously, you know, I thought Barden coming in at right back did a great job as well. Um, he always does, doesn't he? But you forget. I think we take it for granted sometimes. Exactly what he can do. Um, and um, yeah, I, th I thought you know, the lineup was was, was expected. Um, and I thought we, like you say, it was half the purists. We, we ground it out. Um, I think, yeah, Louis John's trickery off the goalpost is to be admired. Um, <laughs> is that one word for it? <laughs> I, I was going to say about Barden. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. I was, I was going to say about Barden, there was a, 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 like a five, ten minute spell. I was sitting there thinking, I swear Dino doesn't like him because he's launched the ball at him a couple of times, like really, <laughs> like launched it. And he's like, well, what am I doing with this? Um, but Claire, what, what were your thoughts ahead of the game? What, what, I was, um, to, I think to probably to say I was slightly worried would have been, uh, you know, me erring on the side of my pessimism. Um, riding high from uh, from Friday kind of was a bit like, well, we're not going to see that again. It's either going to be like, yeah, one really, really dull game or something that's really, really tasty where we, you know, um, an absolute goal thriller where we just keep 
fighting backwards and forwards at each other. Um, sadly, uh, it was the uh, the dull game. Um, but um, yeah, definitely one for the purists is the way to put it. Um, that um, yeah, uh, that nearer own goal calamity was quite frankly. Um, just uh mind-blowing and um i think my heart was in my mouth how we uh how i managed to get away with that things like that this season have been uh uh yeah a little few couple of close close calls um wasn't the most exciting game of football to watch um uh, felt sorry for my mate nick came to her her second uh, ever sutton game her first trip to ggl um, and I said to her, if we don't win, you're not allowed to come back. <laughs> um, so yeah. hmm, we'll, we'll chalk Wembley up as something completely different. But if we don't win this one, you're not coming back. Um, <laughs> but thankfully for her, you know, uh, Rob's uh, penalty secured that one. But it wasn't it wasn't the most exciting game of football um, and uh, a bit scrappy in places. I thought um, some of their tactics I thought were quite interesting. Um, yes. <laughs> Very Same neutral. as I had, I had a, um, my brother-in-law, and my nephews came with us, um, sort of a follow-on from Wembley, and uh, yeah, they they just um, been sitting analysing and pouring over the Chelsea Crystal Palace semi-final the day before, and I was like, ah, come on, come and watch some real football. <laughs> <laughs> they did worry because um, I think Josh hasn't seen us win this season. I think he's seen a couple of draws, but he hasn't seen his wins. So he was a little bit worried at one stage and was thinking he might leave. But then, I mean, once we scored, apart from, um, as the club has tweeted, Louis' pinpoint pass off the post to them. <laughs> <laughs> um, second half, there wasn't a huge amount of pressure. I mean, first half, Dean had to make a couple of cracking saves. Mm. Yeah. But second half, I don't... For, for the pressure they had, I don't remember a great number of chances. I don't think there were masses. I think there might have been one or two moments where it got a bit tasty in front of goal. But yeah, I mean, um, Dino didn't have that. to make any big saves, I don't think. But no, no, I was worried every time they had a throw in, I have to say. The, 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 that the was um, huge, something yeah. else, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm glad it, he got it called for a touch, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm glad he got called for a foul throw on one oh, of them. Oh, it was a foul throw every single time. Yeah, because it's like, come time. on, there's no way it can travel like that um, as, a, as a normal throw. But I, I can't even get my hand up behind my shoulder, let alone <laughs> take a foul. <laughs> what do I know? <clears throat> um, you've, you've kind of mentioned um, one, of, one of the men I want to talk about. But firstly, David. He's a thought in their side, isn't he? He, he was. They, did, <laughs> they were looking forward to seeing him. But it was just tiny 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 half centimeter or so off with the ball just not coming right to him the ball being a little bit too far ahead of him um him beating three people and then almost tripping over the ball um so i mean brilliant he absolutely he won the penalty was as you say falling aside and out there um but yeah it was just that little bit he, i mean it could on another day that game he, he could have absolutely terrorized them I think, funnily enough, it, it it might have helped him win the penalty. I know that sounds stupid, but I think if he'd have kept the ball with him rather than leave it behind and have to go back a bit, it, it, he might have found himself yeah. in free flow. Um, yeah. You know, with, without wishing to sound rude about it, you know, how do you plan for a man without a plan kind of thing, you know? <laughs> true. Very, very true. Um, well, one of the other names to, to talk about was, um, as you mentioned, coming off the bench, um, Omar. <laughs> 
and I was convinced it was booked. It was going to be booked for that. It was a brilliant ta- tackle, but I was convinced because it's Omar, he's he's going yeah. to be booked. Um, but what a run and tackle back! I mean, Incredible. you're watching it from almost almost in front of me, Joe. Um, yeah, and it was a little bit just down the side. And clearly, you're a little bit to the right, but yeah, we, yeah. we had a great view of that. That was just an amazing run. Was it 50 yards? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, and... Yeah, love the guy anyway. I thought we could see him warming up for about twenty minutes, thinking he's going to get on soon. He's going to get on soon, and then yeah, I think Ben actually got stripped off before him. And you think, no, they're holding holding him back, but obviously glad he did. Yeah, no, I I actually said because the brother-in-law was saying, what, 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 why wasn't he brought on earlier? And I said, well, it's one of those things that they, they do switch with each other and one of them just batters the team for sort of 70 minutes and the other one comes <laughs> on to, to, to with fresh legs and batter the team for the, the next 20 or so. Um, but I did I did think about the subs that they must have been holding a couple back. Um, and then I felt really smug when Matt said it and the after interview, I was like, yeah, I've got something right again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting good at this. <laughs> um, but hard job... Now, guys, I would like some nominations for the uh, player of the day. So just a reminder, it can be for any reason you like. So I'm going to stick Omar in for that particular run. <laughs> so it can be for anything you like. Um, and I'm looking for a couple more nominations or three more nominations between us. Claire, do you want to go first? Um, I'm going to stick uh, Dino in. Um, yeah. with some broken record and I'd like to do that every time. Um, <laughs> just because, um, yeah, a couple of cracking saves. Um, and when my heart is in my mouth, he seems to be the person that's uh, saving my heart rate um, or creating it sometimes <laughs> on this occasion. Um, and I guess uh, got put Rob in there for uh, for our little uh, penalty that gives us the game. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Joe, who do you think? Claire's just stolen my two. Sorry. Um, oh, okay. No, that's okay. No, I, I, if you want to stick a fourth one in there, I, I think... It, it toss up between John and Ali. It's great to see them both. You know, like yeah. so I think I think John gets taken for granted sometimes, um, and just good to see Ali back. But yeah, John Barden, I think chuck him in there. Um, yeah, because yeah, he did a crack. Didn't job. even need to do up his shoelaces this week. <laughs> <laughs> I think he deserves nominations just for the shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Alan agrees. Um, Alan said that Omar was a difference um, maker for, for the, in the second half for sure. Um, <clears throat> just shores it up a little bit um but now with good timing um we're going to just move on to the next match um barrow barrow away um which a couple of weeks ago was an absolute banker <laughs> <laughs> and joining us now is taylor who's a barrow supporter hiya taylor how are you yeah not bad not bad yourself very well thank you um just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your, your sort of history with Barrow and why you support them. So I was born in Barrow in Furness, um, live here, I've grown up in Barrow, they're my local team. Um, I used to live not too long away from the ground, about a five, ten minute walk. Um, Barrow's such a small place, you can get to the ground not too long anyway, so it's about five minute drive these days. Um I've supported them since I was about seven or eight. Um, used to go to the odd game, and then I've sort of ended up going every every week. Um, 
for the last five or six years, something like that. Um, and I've just that's that's how it's been. I just absolutely love it. Um, it's been being a Barra fan. It is very difficult. It's not the easiest. We have our ups and downs, um, especially this season. Um, but yeah, season ticket holder, and I won't have it any other way. There's lots there that we like about you already. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the season this 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 year, leaving aside the last couple of weeks, um, below expectations, or did you expect to struggle a little bit? Yeah, um, I think this season we wanted to kick on a little bit. Obviously, we came up last season and um, it was a struggle. Uh, we just about did enough to survive. Um, we, I think we were a bit fortunate that there were two very, very poor teams in Southend and Grimsby. Um, and we survived through that, I would say, um, rather than our own merits. Although we were certainly helped by Rob Kelly, who proved to be a bit of a hero for us. Um, we we have a bit of a mantra, Kelly's heroes, uh, based off the film. Um, and he kept us up. Um, and this season we brought in Mark Cooper and I think a lot of people thought with his experience that we'd be able to kick on but it, uh, we started brilliantly and the first couple months of the season we were pushing sort of top half and we I think it was sort of September October time we were playing Port Vale and we were one nil up at half time and at that point we were pushing sort of top of the playoffs sort of around fourth fifth place and then in the second half, we completely capitulated, ended up losing that game. And from that point onwards, we've just had a downward spiral and not not managed to sort of sort it out at all. Um, and from then, it's it's been a massive struggle. And we've sort of gone down and down and down. Um, and we've ended up sort of in the same position we are. We were 12 months prior. Um, and by the last few weeks, it's looked as though we could be going down. But as you say, sort of over this Easter period, we've sort of had a bit of a resurrection, um, and hopefully we're now over the line. I would, I would want to say, and we're going to hopefully have another season in League Two. Yeah, I mean, it, it's Phil Brown was a bit of a genius move. I mean, people were at the time a bit worried, um, obviously, with what happened with Southend last year. Um, what were your thoughts ahead of his appointment? Yeah, it was a bit of an odd one. I do have to admit. Obviously, we there was a bit of debate within the within the fans saying whether it was the right decision to get rid of Mark Cooper or if we could have just held out until the end of the season. Um, I wasn't disappointed that he was leaving, but I did question whether now was the right time to do it. Um, obviously. There's a reason every manager's available at this point in the season. Um, they're obviously they're not just going to be out of out of a job for no reason. It, sort of towards the back end of the season. Um, so Phil Brown obviously came in. Um, he took Southend down. Obviously put up a massive fight. You have to say um, to try and keep them up. But he was in a difficult position. They looked gone by the time he came in. I have to say. Um, but I think. I, I did have my, my questions and doubts about him. Um, the first few games under his management, obviously three straight losses, um, didn't help himself out at all. Um, a, a very, very poor performance against Crawley. And then obviously 
we came into the Forest Green game and I have absolutely no idea what happened. It was just <laughs> incredible. We've gone, we went from a team not scoring goals. I think we scored about more than one goal in two of our last 27 or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. Um, and then we go and hit them for four. So, and then obviously follow up that up with a, an excellent performance uh, yesterday against Salford, where we were very, very unfortunate not to get another three points. Um, so something's obviously happened in the last in the last week or so. But he's done it. He's done brilliantly. And uh, whether he's the right man to lead us forward, I'm not a hundred percent. I do. I saw it as a short term appointment when he came in, and I still see it as a short term appointment. I don't think he'll be here for next season. I think his appointment is more so a way of someone experienced coming in who's had plenty of experience in the EFL to come in and tell us what we need to do, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. And then hopefully we can learn from what he has to say and then put that into practice next season and then start to start to build on things rather than being in this position again in 12-month time again. And hopefully that will be his experience and knowledge will will be put to practice next season, and hopefully we can we can use that to build going forward. Excellent. Um, and thoughts on Saturday's game? Um, obviously, probably all thrown out the window. No, no idea at the moment. But um, first thing we need to check: there's no pitch inspection plan for like ten to three or anything like that, is there? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't imagine so. <laughs> we could be here, so. Um, but yeah, what, what's your um, your thoughts ahead of the game? What do you, what, what, which barrow are we going to see? I'd love to say, but honestly, like as I say, the last couple of games we've, we've been a completely different side. So it could be a flip of a coin again, and we could revert back to how we were. But. Um, We'd like that very much, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. If you asked me a few weeks ago, with absolutely no disrespect to yourselves, because obviously you've had a brilliant, brilliant season, um, I think out of the fixtures we had left, we saw you guys as the our best chance of getting any points from the remaining games that we had. Um, so obviously now that we got some, um, maybe <laughs> we will switch off a little bit. I hope not, but... Um, yeah, I think it'll be a difficult game because obviously you you have a lot to play for as well. Um, you're pushing for the playoffs, and I have to say I really do hope you, you get them. Um, it'd be a fantastic achievement if if you guys can manage it. Um, I think I had a really good conversation um, with some Sutton fans not too long before the end of the was it the 2019-20 season when the pandemic first hit mm-hmm. um, just before um, that that was our last away game before the season ended up finishing and uh, there was a very honest conversation I had with some of your fans about how the money was being put into the club how you just work with what you have got you haven't got too much but you just work with what you've got and I, I always remember that because you have re- obviously put that the money that you've got you've obviously used it fantastically and you're not just throwing money at it, and it's good to see. But um... you don't have any money. <laughs> a tenner in the bank. Yeah, you'll you'll hear you'll hear the, the new favourite chant is we're going up with a tenner in the bank. Um... <laughs> but um, it's a massive game uh, for, for both of us. I think um, obviously uh, you, you'll probably come in as the favourites. 
um, with, with your league position and whatnot. But um, I do think we can get something. Um, the last couple of games have really shown to me that um, we've turned a corner. And again, as I say, I hope that that same team can come out and show that they've got what it takes again. Um, but if we play like we have the last couple of games, then I do fancy our chances to get a result. Um, but I think it'll be a very, very, very tough game. Um, but going off what I've seen from Sutton this season, obviously in the reverse fixture, um, I think we were very unfortunate not to get something there. Um, I don't think it was your greatest performance, I have to say. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you are in that position for a reason. You you managed to grind out the three points. So um, hopefully, years again, don't show up. And then this time, hopefully, we can <laughs> we can actually take advantage and end up with, with more than nothing to show for it. <laughs> well, that's actually leading on to the question I was going to ask these guys, which something is going to turn up, to be freaking clear? I, I think um, I think Taylor's hit the nail on the head. To be honest, I think we've both got so much to play for 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 you know for two very different reasons. And you know we're up there, we're there thinking that we can try and make some kind of absolute fairy tale happen this season. Um, and yeah, it will. I think it'll be. A, I think it'll be a tough game, especially as you say, if you carry on with the form that you've had um, over the last week. You know, you can't really argue um, either way. It could be. I just I think it's gonna be so hard to call. I'm gonna sit on the fence firmly, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> I'd really like to think it will be a really um in in a complete um uh, opposite of yesterday, a really exciting game to watch. Um with both of us going, you know, full throttle at it. Um I hope so anyway, because it's a bloody long way to come for disappointment, quite frankly. <laughs> It is. <laughs> I, I think set pieces are going to be very key. Um, yeah. Joe, Joe, what are your thoughts? If you'd have asked me yesterday after six pints and full of adrenaline, then yeah, we were going to go there and we were going to win every game and go straight up. Um, because, uh, but yeah, no, with uh, with hindsight and clarity, I, I, I I'll join Claire on the fence. Um, <laughs> it, it really could be anything, couldn't it? I, 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 I still, the, the romanticist in me still thinks that, the, and, and I've, I've made the mistake of looking at the remaining fixtures and for, for the others and, and, you know, Exeter playing Port Vale and Northampton. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah, we win and, and we win the rest of them and we go up. <laughs> and then well, I don't have to worry about trying to go to Wembley on Swanage Day. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. say, Gab. Gab, Gab Sutton was saying, oh, you guys could possibly even sneak into the autos. And I was like, do you know what? I'm not being funny and I'm not being all wonderful. But technically, as of this moment, we could still have the title. All that we need to do <laughs> <laughs> is win every game, every, all the others lose, and a 20-goal swing. That is all we need. Taylor's boy started it for us, gave us the goal swing against Forest Green. They started. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. slipping into the realms of fantasy there, Joe. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, I didn't go there. It was Mike. I, I just let him. No, listen, I, 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 would, I would be, well, easy to say now. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it did play out as a draw. Um, but hopefully, for everyone concerned, a, a more thrilling draw than those that we might have seen in the past. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I'm going to thank you all for your time. I will leave it there um, with the, the thoughts of a dull nil-nil draw ringing in our ears. Um, <laughs> at least Taylor only has to go five minutes up the road, so he's, he doesn't care too much about that. Um, but thank you for your time, for your thoughts. Thank you everyone for listening. 
Um, hit me up on any of the socials at Sutton Podcast and let me know what you think. So take care. And I've got a, uh, I've got Sarah and Dan on Sunday, hopefully after the Baron match. So take care. Thanks a lot, for everyone. Cheers. Bye bye. Thanks, folks. Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.